Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Oh, hey, I'm Cass and I'm Abby. Welcome to the Millennium Guide. We are your survival guide on how to be a millennial. You mean barely surviving, right? Yeah, hold on tight. It's going to be a wild ride. Let's do this, guys. Today's episode, we are talking about marriage, babies, and drinking a whole bottle of tequila by ourselves in one sitting. I don't know about you, but I relate better to the last one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Hey, Cass. Hey, Abby. How you doing? Not bad, how are you? Why do you lie every week when you say not bad? (laughs) I can see it in your eyes. You are doing bad. (laughs) Let's just say the floor and my table are really good friends right now. <laughs> I don't know if anyone remembers last week, but Cass decided to have a little mental breakdown <laughs> through the episode <laughs> underneath the table, which was a real treat for all of us to witness. Yeah, and I did it me. again today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have video footage if anyone would like that. Yeah, literally. It's been one hell of a week, literally. But guess what? What? Mercury retrograde is... Almost done. Almost done. Guys, we made it. We made it. It's only about five more minutes until the next one. Oh, my God. Don't. (laughs) Please don't. But I don't think all of the retrogrades are meant to be bad, right? No, the next two ones I think are meant to be really good. Right. It's just Mercury ones that are a bit of a fuck. Oh. I feel like I'm the one that swears the most on this show. Which is surprising because in real life I swear my God, could you imagine if, like, we got a radio show and then... (laughs) Who would hire us? The whole thing would be beep, 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 (laughs) beep. Bleep, bleep. Oh. God, I can see it. But uh, we are available if anyone needs it. <laughs> Hashtag take us. Hashtag sponsor us. Please. We're actually happy to reach out to Mentos if you're listening. Yeah, look, your things are kind of like my anxiety for you. I saw that there's like uh, caramel ones now, so. Just send me the mint ones. I don't know what the this mint. caramel You can send me the caramel is. ones, send you the mint ones. Anyway, what are we talking about today? Oh, today we're going to be talking about... Being a millennial and the fact that so many of, well, I don't know about you, so many of my friends and people I know are either getting married, getting pregnant, and mm. I'm over it. <laughs> I can I can feel you on that. Yes. And I think also in that we should chuck in living at home as a millennial. Yeah, look, I feel as though we have no choice. Yeah. I think we have different opinions on that too. I do. Because we have different stories on it. Well, look. I'm ethnic, you're white. <laughs> yeah, that's what For I me, meant by different really stories. For me, it's not really a choice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of trapped. Oh, God. I've got my mother's guilt behind me. Oh, so, you I know, love your mum. Like, if your mum's listening to this, like, there's like a shit show, man. Oh. Like, I love them, but far out. Your mum listens to this, so don't bag her too much. Look, I love you, but <laughs> seriously. <laughs> okay, so let's maybe start with um, marriage and babies. Get that out of the way. Well, look, we have is been <laughs> metaphorically because I'm not going to be getting married and having babies and getting that out of the way. Well, I think you're closer than me. See, I firmly disagree. Why? I just disagree that I am ready to be responsible for a child. You're responsible for me. I don't know what you're on about. 
This is a very valid point. <laughs> I was like, I lie on the tables when things get tough. <laughs> I rock you to sleep, and pat your head, like, brush your hair. What do you think this is? Tell like, you when you need to have a shower if you've forgotten. Exactly. Yeah. Like, seriously. Like, all it would be is just adding some teething and changing a diaper. I don't think I can do that, but can Maybe you come you here, my nanny? I probably could. Yeah, great. Like, after the two days we've had, like, all oh. we have is being surrounded by children. Oh, yes, but they were very cute children. Yeah, my we could give them back. Exploding. If my future husband's listening to this, I am ready for you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, marriage and children. I can't wait. I'm excited to get married and have kids. Okay. See, think of... Okay. Think about that, though. Why? And then think, are you really ready? Like... If tomorrow, okay. if tomorrow I said to you, you're getting married, are you actually ready? Yeah. What's the difference? Think about it this way. You either do life solo or with your best friend that you're committing to life. Okay. Yeah. I agree You can't with talk. That. You do the exact same thing with Matt. No. I, okay. Maybe marriage was a bad example. <laughs> <laughs> you screwed yourself. I know. <laughs> kids. Look. Kids. Literally. Okay. Let's think about this. It's fun to look after them for a couple of hours, but we can give them No, back. I'm not ready. No, I'm not. Yeah. I am too selfish right now. Yeah. I, I think that I'm very selfish. Give me a couple of years. Yeah. But even then, a couple of years. Look, for me... I've always loved kids. I don't yeah. think it's look, but I have this thing though. Mm. I have this theory that you're never ever going to be ready for anything a hundred percent. You, you just make a mistake. You forget <laughs> to use it. <laughs> well, okay. Oh, you don't use a mistake. All but, of like, Cass's you, kids, can you listen back to this exact moment? You, forget you were to a mistake. <laughs> you forget to use the thing and it happens. But like, I don't think like you're ever going to be fully ready for anything. Yeah. Like, no one's ever fully ready for marriage and no one's ever fully ready for kids. Like, the just happens and you get it and then it's kind of like you learn and you adapt. Like, right now, if I felt pregnant mm. with my imaginary boyfriend mm. or one-night stand or something, mm. I'm like... I'm we fu- figure it out. I just figure it out. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not someone who, depending on the circumstances, could remove life Mm. from me i just wouldn't be able to handle it i'm all for like pro-life and everything like that you know when i was i'm gonna tell you something when i was in the shower this morning and i knew (laughs) that we were gonna record this episode today i knew that this was gonna come up and i know that my view on this is quite controversial oh are you what are you i am pro-choice yeah and this morning i actually when i was thinking about this i was like no i'm not gonna talk about it because I don't want to. I don't want to bring it up. I'm pro-choice, and I believe that if you're a female, you can do whatever you want with your body. Yeah. But I also support the law in New South Wales, which is that you cannot abort after 22 weeks. Oh, I'm with that as well. Okay. Look, I'm all pro-choice. Like, choice is very important, especially yeah. in today's age and depending on circumstances. Yes. See, but- that's the other thing as well. You know, in America, and I'm I'm not going to say what state it is because I actually I don't want to fuck it, it Texas? up. Is it Texas? I think it's Texas. That was my Texas accent. I've got a hole underneath my shirt. Conveniently. Oh god. Um, yeah, in Texas, I think it's is abortion illegal there? And if anyone wants to correct me or you or whoever, I mean, we could just Google it. But the, I don't know if it's multiple states in the state states that abortion is illegal. But let's just paint a really 
morbid picture for oh, a second. Wow. No, but I'm serious. So you and I, let's say abortion is illegal in Texas. Mm-hmm. You and I live there. Mm-hmm. We are American. Mm-hmm. We go out on a night out. Oh, I know where this is Do going. Do you know where I'm going with this? I know where this is going. Yes. Imagine. You and I go out on a night out. One of us, I'm going to wait for you to <laughs> unwrap your lolly. I will sort Pause throat. everything. I need a lolly. <laughs> it's a sort throat. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really morbid topic. I need a lolly to get me through it. <laughs> At mentos. Oh, gosh. I'm leaving this in. So you and I go out and one of us gets drugged through Flynn or whatever. Mm. And then one of us is very unfortunately raped mm. and become pregnant. But because we live in Texas... We can't get an abortion. Hmm. Are we expected? And imagine if we're 18. Oh, you can't go out when you're 18. You're just 21. No, I'm pretty sure you can go out when you're 18. That You just can't drink. You can't drink. But do you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So is there a gray area in that circumstance? I wouldn't have a clue, to be honest. See, that's what scares me. See, like here, the good thing about it is that they, they, they look, I'm pretty sure they look at your circumstances as well. Yeah. Like, I'm like, if you can't support a child, mm. it's very different. But I've never really been around that. Like, my cousin had young kids very, very yeah. young, but she's managed to... Yeah, I mean, I know people that have had kids very, very young and they've been fine on the outside. I don't know too much about the yeah. inside of their lives, but that scares me. It's pretty terrifying. Like, look, kids are just scary in general. They're germy and scream and <laughs> they, pull they yell you. when they want something. Like, to me, like, my are, biggest fear... Are you fear, just grabbing yourself? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, I'm literally going, wow. Like, my biggest fear is when I'm a mum is that my child is... I'm going to have to take my child to Coles and they're going to just chuck a really big tantrum and then I'll be that mum. Just leave them there. There's plenty of food for them to but survive. Somebody, you, live in a nice, you live in a nice neighbourhood. Somebody would take them. Who said nice. I'd live... I'd be living free, to, free to a good home. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my parents tried to do that once. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Okay, well, uh, that got very serious very quickly about yeah, kids. Wow. But back to my original story of millennials having kids. I mean, we're, to, we're in the... We're know, in the mid-20s. We're, we're in the mid-20s, so we're in that lower age bracket where yeah, everyone's all of, everyone, We're in that really in-between age where people are either getting married, having kids, or they haven't met the right person yet, or they've not even been looking for the right person yet. And it's like, it's mm. extremes. It's either you don't have a partner. And for, in some cases, I have friends that have never had boyfriends, for example. I've never or, had a proper boyfriend. Or mm. there's people getting married and having mm. kids. I'm mm. like, where is this life now? Yeah. Is this growing up? Yeah. You've either got one spectrum or the complete opposite. Like one of my best friends is getting married in October. It's crazy. Like I love you, April, and I know you're going to listen, but (laughs) holy shit, you're getting married. Like. I have a friend who just got engaged. I'm so happy for her. But actually two of, in my very close friendship group have just got engaged. And I was so excited because I fucking love weddings, number mm. one. But number two, I was like, shit, we're at that age where, like, that's a normal thing. Guess what, babe? What? You're a whole year older than me. Shut the fuck up. How dare you say that to me? <laughs> <laughs> You're closer than me. <laughs> like, I, oh, I don't know. It me. Like, it's scary, but, like, it's all in – it's inevitable. Yeah, it's inevitable, but I have – old high school friends who have kids or have multiple kids Mm. and do you think though we're in that age where you sometimes are judged for having kids young no no because to me i'm kind of like no but but you and i aren't judging but do you think that like do you think say for like your parents would judge you 
Um, it depends on the circumstance. Mm. If I was with a partner, mm. no. Mm. But, but if I was single and mm. I was having a kid, my, my head would be in the bonfire. God, you wouldn't be allowed to come back home, let me tell you. Oh, uh, no, they'd keep, no, I'd be, they'd, they'd support me, mm. but I would be one of those types of things, like, you've got to remember I'm ethnic. Yeah. I'd be locked up in my room for nine months. I'd be doing a Kylie Jenner. Oh, yeah. Like, community. We. that's the perfect example. Kylie Jenner. Mm. Pregnant at the same time as Khloe Kardashian. Mm. Did you judge Kylie a little bit? No. Nah. But were you surprised? No. Nah. Can you agree with one thing I'm going to say? Please. Nah. No, but think of it. Like, they hid Kylie's whole pregnancy. Yeah, but that wasn't because of her age. Are you sure? Well, that's what she said. Like, as that, if they give a shit. We all they're knew. a PR machine. Yeah, but we. Well, that's exactly why. They wouldn't have done it because of her age. They would have done it to cause controversy. For the show. Exactly. So we bloody watch it, which we did. Exactly. Like, at the end of the day, they might have, like, they might have hid it from us, but they Mm. still televised it afterwards. Oh, yeah. Didn't she do, like, a special on her own show? She had her own show. Yeah, but she also wasn't keeping up in the Kardashians pregnant. She just wasn't there. She was not keeping up. She was No, she was in the show. Was she? Yeah, she was pregnant, but they didn't air it until after she had the baby. Oh, yeah. And then she named her kid Stormy. <laughs> I think it's cute. But anyway, we have different oh. opinions on this. Okay, so when you get pregnant, I'm choosing the name for all your kids. Because if you tell me, this is Stormy, I'm not being a godparent. Sorry, Maz, no, you're going like to have to share Ariana. with me. My firstborn child's going to be called, daughter is going to be called Ariana. And I think the boy is going to be like, hmm, what was that name I liked? There's a lot of names in the world. I'd love to help you. Oh, I can't remember, but like, oh, is it Hendrix? I think it was Hendrix. Oh, that's cool. I like Hendrix. Like yeah, like yeah. I can get on yeah, board with totally. that. Totally. Might as well go with Hennessy whilst I'm at it. <laughs> oh, not that. <laughs> um, We're getting off track. But no, I think it just also really depends. Like mm. I, I think Do it depends think it on the person. On your ethnicity as well. No, because I know a lot of people who are not ethnic who have had babies quite young and they have been judged, but their parents mm. have never kicked them out. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's like this little grey cloud. I think I think it's more of a case like there are a few different things. So, like, I know when my cousin got pregnant. Mm. Um, who was young, right? Quite young. She – we were all waiting for it. Because she was that right. child and grew up troublesome, all that kind of stuff. So we're waiting for it. Mm. But when she did fall pregnant, I know there was a little bit of judgment, but more so for the safety of the kids. Mm. And even till today, there is always still a little bit of judgment because she's vulgar. She, you know, there's a little bit more extra to her mm. and the area that she lives in. So, like, in our, like, in, I know some of my family members, they're more particular in the sense, like, she can support them, don't get me wrong. I think we're just worried about the way that, the way, the the area that they're in and how they're going to grow up than if they're going to end up being a result of a stereotype. I understand exactly what you said, especially, I think, in Sydney. Yeah. Like where you grow up in – I didn't grow up in Sydney, but 
where you grow up, like going to school in Sydney, that was a, that was a thing. They're like, oh, you grew up in the West, or yeah. oh, you grew up in the Eastern suburbs. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I think it's also a case like this is one of the reasons why I've stayed very close with my baby cousins and I'm very mm. present in their life because I don't want them to think that I'm not saying that I'm like perfect or anything like that but I think like as a human and as an individual you be really proud of like, yourself well it's not even that I think they need to know that there are you're not just the outcome of who you think you are like I've been bullied yeah. I've gone through doctors I had morbid obesity I was told I was gonna die I had all these things come around Mm. and I just don't want them to think that they have to be a stereotype yeah just because they've been born into a certain life doesn't mean that that runs their life exactly and they have choices and options and how they want to do anything like I may have finished school but I didn't go to university the traditional way yeah I didn't get a full-time job I started businesses yeah like I want them to know that they have options. They don't have to do what everyone tells them to do. They don't have to be the outcome of what they think everyone else needs to be. Mm. And just because of where they live, it doesn't necessarily mean that they are... That's who they are. Yeah. It's not their identity. You can change. You can be whoever you want. I think that's a really millennial viewpoint as well. 100%. Because if you think about it, even in the sense of like working, you and I both didn't go to university the conventional way or live a conventional life or anything like that. But that's fine and that's Mm. the way we did it and you know we have friends that work in corporates and fucking hate their lives and that's okay that's what you know what I mean like there's I don't think there's a mold for our generation and Mm. yeah I think it's good to support the younger generations you mean some of them are absolute little shits (laughs) have no rest it's like a conflict of interest at the moment like you've got the older generation but who who call us lazy and unmotivated and I'd love for them to follow us for a day oh let me tell you (laughs) I have a list longer than I can probably even imagine as do you of Mm. people I would love to just watch us for a day and see how much we actually do in a day I'm with you there like especially after the past week we've had and I'm not whinging about it you and I both love our job no but it's Sometimes we have to if sit under a table. If anybody were ever to call us lazy, I would probably slap them in the face. I'm with you though. Or just say, okay, sure, your definition of lazy is incorrect by mm-hmm. my terms. Mm. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Like, I think at the end of the day, like, we are caught and trapped in two worlds right now. Like, we've got the older generation who are trying to stereotype one thing Mm. and then put their views on how things should be. Let's also remember these are the people that put our country into debt. Um, and then we've got our generation that's coming through that's a lot more open-minded and but open-minded to everything yeah think about it even you know gay marriage and the basically the way we perceive the whole world Mm. even as creatives we're just like okay cool you want to do that you do that your way that works for you sweet not hey 
I'm going to tell you, you need to go sit at a desk and you need to sit there all day until five o'clock and then I'm going to let you out like a hostage. Mm. But don't leave. If you want, I guess you can go eat lunch. But yeah. you have to do it at this time. Oh, 100%. Like, it's almost like we took the advice of our grandparents who said, mm. don't do what I did. And we've basically gone and taken their um, views and opinions yeah. and changing what they wanted. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Kind of. I mean, my um, grandpa was had a very motivated work what's it called ethos yeah work ethos like we do and that he had businesses and hotels and all that kind of stuff and when I told him that I was starting a business he was like that's amazing and whereas both of my parents kind of said that's great but we're also worried of what are you going to do to pay your rent or Mm. what are you going to do to you know afford to live or drive a car and stuff like that whereas it was weird my grandparents were like yeah fucking go for it like you'll make it work it's because it's a realist versus yeah like I know with my parents when I started my business far out it was only until probably early this year they finally kind of went caught on that you're doing amazing yeah like it was when you came on the team and all this kind of stuff and then you know it's one of those hard things and Mm. parents I think are never really going to be a hundred percent on board with anything because they worry about you yeah and you could tell them the best news ever but they're always going to be like well what about this yeah yeah you know like have you thought of it this way yeah no because I'm too busy focusing on all the positive aspects of my life right now thanks yeah so it's a bit of a um game oh yeah it's a game yeah I also think that especially living at home as a millennial you choose to live at home you do you you particularly do choose to live at home like you could go and move out tomorrow if you wanted to but you're smart with money and know that living in Sydney is also shit yeah probably actually yeah but what but like at the end of the day though why would I go and put money into an market that's fucking shit anyway what are you trying to say are you trying to no, like, judge my decision no no not at all like <laughs> no, to I me it. it's kind of like I ha- it's about timing right in the property yeah. market like it's always up it's always down yeah it's a buyer's market or a seller's market and all this kind of shit and it's scary like to dabble in it your interest rate could be one thing and then it could be another you could be paying three thousand a month you'll be paying two thousand a month you yeah. fuck be dead it's a game i play every month <laughs> i'll be like <laughs> oh it's too much like no but like don't get me wrong i will move out mm. but like i have my parents are never home yeah you know they travel you have a really beautiful house as well your parents are never home i mean your sister's here but she works and I'm studies as well you're never home like what's the point right now no, i'd rather no keep point. saving my dollar than invest it later but like your yeah. circumstances are different and this is the thing the key word is circumstances yes like circumstances were quite different yeah your face is like no fault of my own well no <laughs> i'm kidding i uh yeah i haven't lived at home since i was about 17 so yeah but now All the money i lost in rent yeah, now I have a home, but I only have that home because of Matt. Yeah, well, that's what I also mean by home. Yeah. I I mean, he was the one that saved harder than I did because I was dumb and went to uni and then had student debt. And then 
got a job, but you know, you straight out of uni and you get paid peanuts because fucking corporates. Mm. Have I mentioned I hate corporates? How many times? Maybe have just I a few it? times. Yep. Everyone have a Mentos when <laughs> Abby says corporates. <laughs> we'll be drunk off Mentos. Um, but yeah, I think it was today you and I read a statistic about how many millennials live at home. I don't know if it was Sydney based this t- statistic, but it was saying that um, the percentage of millennials that still live at home is at 50%, which I yeah. actually thought it was going to be much higher. Same. Let's think about it in our friendship group. Uh, because more than 50% of my friends live at home. Everyone lives at home except for one. Oh, you. Me. <laughs> no, two, two, two. Well, no, that's a lie. Well, technically one. Another one's moving out at the end of the year. Yeah, so she still lives at home. Yeah. Here. But, yeah, no, that's really it. Fuck. That's like 1%. But And I also think uh, there was actually... <laughs> Another shameless plug. There was an article that went up onto our website, www.themillennial.com. <laughs> um, I think it was today as we're recording this about millennials and travel. And it was saying how millennials prefer to invest in travel and experiences rather than things. And I, I agree with that to a sense, but I also think that millennials can be quite materialistic. But when we're investing money, we prefer to invest money in travel and experience rather than property, cars, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I for, agree. For, for a majority. I mean, there's there's some people that certainly have their lives together as millennials. But I know for me personally, I've invested a lot of my money in travel. Mm. And I say a lot. Well, I agree with that. A lot of people that I know would prefer to travel than buy property. But in saying that, like, I think it just also depends on what stage of your life you're at. Mm. Like, all the people that I know who have moved out or have bought property and everything like that are in partner, like, have a partner. Yeah. The others who are traveling are single. They want freedom. They want to feel free. They want to party. They want to go bang every Tom, Dick and Harry on the corner. (laughs) literally oh my god who um, are these friends like you know they want to do that they fight yeah. that's their way of classing classifying themselves and letting the world know that they're single yeah but then but do you think that's an escape from reality 100 percent mm. ah like europe has never been more popular in our generation do you think that that's a 2019 thing because i don't remember this time last year every fucking person being in europe do you i blocked that from my memory like i said i block all bad experiences (laughs) which last year was clearly seeing people overseas when i wasn't no i feel it well the past couple of years it has been but i've like majority of my friends are single Mm. you know what i mean but every time i open my instagram it's someone in europe or someone announcing they're pregnant or someone getting engaged and i'm like fuck where are the dog Mm. videos man trust me i feel i've been having this for the past few years i know girls i went to school with have been married for two three years now i thought we weren't meant to get married and start having kids till 30 this is what i'm saying to you that's what i was saying at the start like where what's going on with the stereotype no judgment but also yes Think about it. I'm 26. Matt's 31. Hurry up, Matt. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> don't, She's ready. Don't. Don't. <laughs> Ton it. No, but think about it. Oh, God. Now we're more thinking about the fact that he's five years older than me and that's scary in no, itself. No, I think it's just like, what's stopping you? Money. Yeah, but Time. Like, travel. You can go to Vegas. Business. 
I would do that. <laughs> there you go, Matt. You saved yourself $15,000. Oh, my God. We'd all have such a good time. Yeah. Fucking oath. I'd come. Yeah. You're invited, obviously. Obviously. You have to dress up. I'll go get my Mariah Carey jumpsuit. <gasps> Stop. Out. If you show up as a Mariah Carey impersonator, that is the best I'm wedding present anyone could ever get right me. <laughs> yeah, that's another super millennial thing we can talk about. The fact that Cass's sister tanned her last night and she actually is fucking orange. Oh, her mum called her an Oompa Loompa before and I couldn't have related anymore. That's really bad. The back of your neck is bad. I have I to need sc- to speak to your sister about that. I have to scrub. I'm not doing it for you. Don't no, look at me. I'm just gonna have get a the bath. lemons. Anyway, back to your wedding. <laughs> no, but, no, no, unless it's in Vegas. Um, so, Matt, <laughs> joking, joking. Vegas is always warm. But we don't like, have to worry about weather. List, like, I think it's a case also of, like, where you are at the stage of life. Like, I know kids, like, people who have met their partner, like, when they were 16. Yeah, there's lots of people our age who have, like, high school sweethearts. Do you reckon they'll stay together? <laughs> Ooh. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Uh, That's such a lie. <laughs> no, I think I think if you've met someone who is willing to grow at the same rate as you, this if you is know what I mean. I feel like we need our radio show to be like, so if you've had your childhood please sweetheart, call please up. call 181266. 181266? I don't know. I, just I hope it's it. available. <laughs> Find out. <laughs> no, but I, like if you have known someone since you were 16 and you're 26 now for example and you've been dating them for 10 years I would if you're like I wouldn't I think it would be worth looking back and reflecting and seeing are you growing at the same time as this person or are you comfortable with this person because there's a big difference oh, 100%. Matt challenges me every fucking day I, cha- I drive him absolutely crazy crazy he will <laughs> confirm this but at the same time he's taught me stuff I've taught him stuff we're both learning yeah and i think that if you're if you've met each other both at the same age you probably have the same friendship group Mm. think about it and then there's no growth no and then one of you is going to outgrow the other Mm. that's my opinion no i agree i'm very much agree but like i feel as though sometimes with those type of couples they need to break up yeah and then find their way Yeah, and that's the thing as well like you kind of want to be single at one point in your life. You learn so much more. You meet people that you yeah. never thought you would meet. Friends you never meet. Places you never thought you would go. Like, you challenge the shit out of yourself. Literally. Like, I'm at this stage of my life where I'm just like, I'm fucking over meeting people. Oh, but also, I feel like next week you're going to have invested in 20 properties, started 20 new businesses. No, three's enough. I'm done. Fuck that <sighs> shit. I can't. I don't even know how to keep up with one let alone two more my the, de- my the desk back. is closed you can't get underneath the desk yet you've um, got about five more minutes of recording and then i'll let you have a break <laughs> <laughs> like fuck no but like i think you need to be single at some stage like you were yeah, saying like you need to know who you are because you need to be in a relationship but you also no, you don't have to like no, it's not a need but no. if you're going to be in a relationship you also need to know how to be yourself by yourself have but, your own identity and you have to have your own values because yeah. if somebody comes in and says hey i think this you don't want to immediately to be like yeah, I think that too. And you're like, no. I don't think that. No. And I think that's the biggest thing that I just recently learned. Like, It's okay not to agree with somebody yeah, at the same time. Yeah, but it's also okay to not settle. Oh, f- 
Don't it's s- imperative not to settle. If anybody gets any message out of this, do not settle. Like, I think it's a case of, like, know your standards, know who you mm-hmm. are and know, know your what you values. Want. Yeah. Know your and non-negotiables. Yeah, and don't allow yourself to lower yourself for somebody who can't give you that. Mm-hmm. Or meet you on your level yeah. at your same wavelength. Yeah. Like, nope. there's no fucking point. Be and don't be scared single. if they challenge you. No. Like, challenge in a good way. No, yeah, not not challenges in cheating on you every single Saturday night. No, as in, like, they challenge you to be Your a better thought. person, being a business person. Yep. They push you to do better, be yeah. better. So oh, like, philosophical. I know, right? Damn, look at us go, guys. Like, I forgot the question. <laughs> Same, it was about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> we're really good at this guys okay so should we give um i've noticed at the end of every episode we actually give some tips oh we do yeah we do it's a thing we haven't meant to but it's a so thing. should we do like how to survive being single and how to survive being in a challenging relationship <laughs> i can give you very good tips on both um let's do let's do yeah tips how about i do like how to be single yeah and then you do how to be in a challenging relationship. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Okay, it's not Three. it's not you, Matt. Love Three, you, Matt. <laughs> You're not my challenging relationship. Love you. Is that what you mean? Like a hard relationship, not a good relationship? No, or? as in like a challenging. Like, what is it like to? What is what are three tips on how to know you're in a relationship with somebody who's challenging you in a positive way? Oh, okay, yeah. Do it that way. Yeah. Because obviously that's this what Matt does. This is about you then, Matt. <laughs> Scratch all of that. It's about you, Matt. <laughs> and then I'll just be like how it's okay to be confidently single. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Not that I really know much, but I'll let you know. <laughs> We're going to nail this. <laughs> Again, not prepared Do at all. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I can go first. Um, challenging relationships. I think that my top tip would be to actually have a step back if especially if you're in an argument with somebody Mm. have a step back and think about if it's worth arguing about i have noticed in the past i am in the past present future always i'm an extremely hot-headed person and i find it really helps me if i step back and i think is this worth fighting for right now is it something that i am willing to lose a relationship or a friendship or whatever over if the answer is no I usually just give in and I say, you know what, you, you feel more strongly than this about, about this, you can have this win. So I think it's stepping back, realizing what it is worth to you to fight about or fight for. Mm. And if it's something that you're like, I'm going to forget about this in five minutes, it's not worth an argument because sometimes an argument can open a can of worms Mm. more often than not in my experience. Uh, My next tip would be in a challenging relationship I like a person that challenges you in a good way would be when you are aligning your values, listen to their point of view. If so, if you say, I think the sky is blue and they say, I think the sky is pink, don't immediately go, you're a fucking idiot. Be like, okay, why do you think that? And they could be, they could say something that you've never thought of in your perceived reality before. So it's about stepping back again and having a think about, okay, this is this person's opinion and this is obviously a really clear, important value to them. Mm. This is something that we might have to just meet on the middle of and say, you're right, I'm right, let's leave it. Yeah. Um, okay, how many are we doing? Three? Three. Okay, my third one. What can my third one be? Ooh. Uh, kind of covers it in my first one, but I think arguing is fine. 
That's so healthy. Yeah, but Matt and I don't argue. We bicker. Is that the right word? We bicker, but him and I over things very, very quickly. Like I think we've had maybe two proper fights, one of which I didn't know what was going on because I was I'd got home quite drunk and I was like, what's going on? (laughs) I'm sleeping on the couch. And then realized my couch was very uncomfortable and like sulked way back into the bedroom. (laughs) I was like, can we argue about this tomorrow? Oh, actually, that's my that's my third tip. And it is such a generic tip. I hate going to sleep angry. Yeah, I don't blame you. It's my non-negotiable. That's my figure out your non-negotiable in a challenging relationship. Figure out. Your non-negotiable. Mine is I refuse to go to sleep angry and I will bug Matt until it makes him angrier because I refuse to go to sleep angry. That's my tips. They're good. You're welcome. Very wise. I'm actually so wise. You are. It feels like a bit of a mess when I've said that, but I hope when somebody listens it makes sense. It made sense. Okay, great. All right, what are your top tips to being confident being single? Is that all you decided yours was? Yeah, I think so. I forgot. <laughs> you forgot? <laughs> um, okay, so number one, mm-hmm. it's okay. You will survive. Yeah. Even when you feel like it, you won't. It can be lonely and it's okay to feel lonely. Mm. But I feel as though there's nothing more important than going through a lonely stage because it actually allows you to figure out who you are and it actually prioritizes things in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with that. Yeah. I think it's also like a case where it's like sometimes you need to know what lonely is like to be able to appreciate mm-hmm. what it's like when some people comes really to your don't life. know what being lonely means. No, they don't. They know what a surface level lonely might be, yeah. but not an actual hurt your heart lonely is. Yeah. Um, the second one would be hmm, make sure you do the things that you love because there's nothing more important. Like it's great when somebody else does and helps you and spoils you and treats you and whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. I think it's even more rewarding when you do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like go like get what? your nails done, get that massage every week, get your scalp massage. I don't know. You mean like, you, do you mean like um, appearance wise? No, it can be. Okay. However, it could be getting a colonic for all I care. Yeah. But it's like, you're not just getting your nails done because you're going on a date. No, you're getting your nails I mean, done because it's something makes that makes you feel, feel good. good. Like for me, I like getting my hair done. I like getting my nails done. I like feeling manicured when I'm not lazy. Yeah. Right. And something that makes me feel better about myself. I'm more inclined, you know, to exercise because it makes me feel good. Yeah. I'm more inclined to, I don't know, like whatever the case might be. It just makes me feel better as a human. Yeah. And more confident, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Um, compared to like when I don't do those things because yeah. I feel sluggish. I it's like loving yourself up, not relying yeah, on somebody else exactly. to love you up. Use your own money to buy your things because I yeah. feel like it's like investing into you. Like right now for me, I'm investing in my health and my Mm. training and like doing the things that make me feel better because it's okay to do that. Mm. Um, The third one would be, uh, what would the third one be? I think the third one would be is to actually learn what you want. 
whilst yes. you're at this stage. Lots of people don't. Lots of people think they know what they want. Yeah. And there's nothing more confident than somebody who knows what they want, knows what their intentions yep. are. And I think don't be too afraid to be specific. Yeah. Like if you want to get married in the next five years. Like I have a friend it. who lots of people call, oh, you're too picky. You're too picky with guys. I'm like, no, she just knows exactly what she wants from yeah, a man. Exactly. Like what's wrong with that? Nothing. Like, And she will find him and he will be worth it. Exactly. Let me tell you. Yeah. So know what you want because then it's also allowing you to not feel shitty when you're on dates. Yeah. But it's also, it then becomes very easy to filter out the shit. And, like you, you show up to a date and some, and some guy's like, he says, I'm a feminist. And then he says something extremely sexist. You're like, you're a fucking liar mm. and I don't want a liar. So yeah. bye. Yeah. And like, I think it's like not just focusing on pro, like knowing what you want out of love but I Mm. think it's also about knowing what you want in life in general for yourself as a human like you want to make an impact on the world how do you want to do that what are you going to do to do that what are your first steps you want to save ten thousand dollars cool what are you going to do how are you going to do it you want to buy a house? How are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? Yeah, don't rely on somebody to come and scoop you up and yeah, like learn yourself so well like know your priorities well enough to be able to know what you are going to settle for and what you aren't going to settle for in life because what happens in a relationship affects every single part of your life yeah and there's lots of people who get in relationships and then their friends all disappear and they wonder why they disappear and then a year later when they break up they're like yeah because he was an absolute see you next tuesday yeah literally so they're my three tips oh that was beautiful thanks all right guys well it was I good chatting. Uh, God, we that was real deep today. I know. Hey? Wow, we went from deep last week to deeper. Next week will be a fun one, we promise. <laughs> we'll try. We'll try. Okay. Bye. Bye. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.